This is Purple Radio On Demand. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the B-Film Stock Podcast, where we show films every week at Cayman Hall in Hillbead, any college, any age, maybe not children, that would be a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, it's Good Price's cheapest cinema in Durham, and I think oldest student-run cinema in Durham as well. But anyway, I'm with my two great hosts. Hi, I'm Freya. I'm Jonathan. And today we're going to be discussing the Oscar nominations. Half the press just been out for a few hours now, although you'll get them a few days later. I'm sorry about that. But um, we'll also be discussing who should win, who will win, and any potential snubs. Uh, we'll probably then discuss our most recent showing of Spider-Man. Woo. I know, how exciting. Um, our thoughts on it. After that, we'll be discussing our favourite comic book films, our least favourite comic book films, and then what we'll be doing next week. So anyway, shall we go on to discuss the Best Picture nominations? I think so. I actually need to get them up, because I only I had a really quick read of them, like just before this. Um and let me just I did look. send them into the group so we can follow them at the same time because I am yeah. a big brain anyway I'll read through them while you get them up because you're all useless Go for it. so the nominees for best picture are Belfast Coda Don't Look Up <laughs> Drive My Car Doom King Richard Licorice Pizza Nightmare Alley The Power of the Dog and West Side Story not gonna lie, predictable bunch, but yeah. a good bunch. Yeah. I'm happy with all of them. I feel like last year and well. film was not not that impressive. Is that really controversial? When you think of like the year when it was Parasite and that kind of era, yeah, that was like peak tense Oscar norms. Whereas now it's just kind of a couple of Netflix films and yeah. a Spielberg epic, I suppose. Actually, yeah. I don't think that's fair. I mean, I mean, drive my car, international film. Yeah, true. Do you know what? At what point are we? going I really to want to watch that. Yeah, I, was I just don't know. Sorry, it's never on anywhere. It's based on a Murakami short story, um, which is like ultimate soft boy vibe. Um, <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> What's that mean? Soft boy. Yeah. Have you not? That is a whole other discussion. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's very like he's an icon of Japanese literature, um, and yeah. It's it's just three like hours adaptation. Long. They're showing it at the Tyneside in Newcastle. I know that as well. But um, I was just going to say, I, I mean, I don't. I'm quite happy with a lot. Of, I mean, you can La La Land. A, lo- a lot of the nominations. <laughs> I will say though, like, because it was only yesterday that we sort of realised that. Um, well, I realised that it had to be ten nominations, and it wasn't just the. Uh, mm. It had it like it was, like I think it was it. If it had five percent of the vote, it got nominated. And it could have been anywhere between five and ten. So yeah, I feel like there are some here that which maybe shouldn't be. Don't look up, particularly is not worthy of best picture in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And licorice pizza, although I think that's just a personal preference at the end of the day. I don't know. I think I think that's kind of predictable that that it's in there because it's like that border of art house and popular. Yeah. So it's always going to be yeah. picked, like and also because of his previous filmography. I don't think they always vote on films based on... Like, it's impossible to be completely neutral because you're always going to know, like, a bit about the biography behind the film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise, but it's at least for me, it's a disappointment. Although, with Drive My Car, I mean, at what point are we going to start discussing it as a maybe potential contender to win? I mean, 
yes, it's an international film. It hasn't had much sort of attention elsewhere, but screenplay, director, and um, yeah, best it's doing very well. Yeah. So you know, I mean, not the power of the dog is going to win. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. Congratulations to Power the Dog. Well done. <laughs> right. So who who will win? Who should win? And has anyone been snubbed? I don't think anyone has. Not particularly, because it was always all there was like six or seven solid ones, and they're all there. Yeah. And the others were sort of up for grabs. So, but um, should win then. So who? Well, you say who will win? You think Power the Dog will win? Power the Dog is winning. Is going to win. I reckon Power the Dog will win as well. It's. Well, it's like, quite good. Yeah. I I'm, I wouldn't be upset. If it I'd won. be very very surprised if it doesn't win. Yeah. What about you? Who do you think will win? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm just having a quick look at which ones I've actually actually watched. Um, I think Belfast is a slightly rogue one for them to have in that mix. In terms of like, it's a bit more niche interest. Um, but cinematographically. No, oh, don't take the <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think it's fair if it won on like an aesthetic level, but I don't think it's got that like big impact that like most yeah. other Oscar winners previously have had. Yeah, I mean, I know we've disagreed on this. I think it maybe doesn't cover the troubles as in depth as maybe another film could, but I think it's obviously from a child perspective. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't the, f- the film yeah. isn't about the troubles. The film's about a child growing up in the in the troubles, which is yeah. what which I think is done very successfully. Yeah, which is why true. I would. So in terms of will win, I do think Power Dog will win, but should win. I wouldn't be upset if Belfast won. I, I, it could win. It's not impossible. No. Mm. Um, my other pick is very much just a personal preference, but Coda. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got yeah. a soft spot in my heart. You um, know, two that I'm kind of surprised didn't resurface that much was last night in Soho. Like, I know that we as a group didn't didn't love it that much, but I think on a general level... I think um, it should have got a sound nomination, at least. And it, costume. Costume, yeah. Well. You didn't get any yeah. costume. And hair and makeup. And production design. Yeah. Same with House of Gucci though, as well. It's not really on there that much. It got one. It got it got hair costume. I think or hair and makeup was yeah. one of the two. Yeah. And then the other one was passing. Did either of you watch? That? I haven't. But no nomination for Ruth Nagy or um, Tessa Thompson. Rebecca, yes, Tessa and Rebecca Thompson. Hall as writer director yeah. for the first time. Yeah, which is which a is, shame. Yeah, and the other one, Celine Scammer with Petit Maman. Like no. obviously niche, but. Um, and not in the international feature because they, they, they put Titan forward instead did they? France put Titan oh, which is that, yeah. oh, that's great film as well but didn't make the long list or the short list I saw a lot of anger about that but um, do you have any preference on who should win then was it one of those that you just mentioned or I would go for I mean I don't think I've watched enough of them to make a decision to be honest I think if it was going to be an unsurprising one would be West Side Story yeah I do I think, think just in terms of its scope yeah. Really? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be upset if it won, but I, I don't expect it to win. No, I mean, the Power Dog is going to win. Like, yeah. It's kind of boring now. Shall we, shall we move on to director yeah. then? Yeah. Uh, I think. So we've got here Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Yeah. Oh, God. Does anyone know how to pronounce his name? I feel really bad. Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. No, Denny Villeneuve. <laughs> what was it the guy said in the, pod- in the um, announcement today? Oh, I've not, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely butchered it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's not there. But Denis Villeneuve knew. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, again, I mean, I want... Who's, I mean, Jane Campion's going to win. Probably I, should win I as think well. This is, I think this is more, more up in the air. I think Kenneth Branagh 
has a shot at this one mm. I just think more than best film. But then they might split it and but do Spielberg one. Spielberg as well, because there's so many elements of West Side Story. Mm. I would love Spielberg to win for this personally. Yeah, I think he's my should win. Um, he did scrape in though. I will like say that like he wasn't like. He was like on the borderline in terms of like favourites getting or not. I don't know, I just felt like it was a very conventional film for him and that um, it's not surprising that he's in these categories, but it's almost like I feel like he needs to work a bit more and be a bit more experimental and push himself. It's very like Spielberg's done another good film. I disagree. I think it's some of his best work he's done in ages. Like this is really first good. musical he's done. Yeah, first musical he's done. I think the visual choices and like you, you've got the original to compare it to. The stuff he's added to that is just so deep. Mm. I I again I Best director definitely deserving. Although yeah, yeah. staying champion year um, should win and probably will win. Any yeah. silver director here? Um, Apart from Denis Villeneuve, no, not particularly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say Denis Villeneuve is the big snub yeah. there. And yeah, because he was mean, he got all the precursors, like all the major precursors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Who so. did Spencer? Uh, Pablo. Yes, was it Loren or something? Like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that guy. Uh, maybe him. Spencer's not had a lot of love though, is it? Really recently. No, maybe you'll know cinematographer. I can't say it. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually knows On the word. On the basis of cinematography. Is it a word? Together. Is it actually a word? I'm not convinced it's a word. We need to Google this. <laughs> the next podcast, we need oh. to find out. Is it a word? So if you're director, I'd go for Titan and uh, Julia Ducorna. Oh. Okay, how many because you? she got nominated for the BAFTA. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. But, um, which I think was very deserved. Yeah. Because it's a great film, but... Another one that just hasn't been mentioned at all. No, I mean, it is fairly um, indie, I suppose. Is Limbo? Did you get to watch I that? I haven't seen Limbo. Was it? That's so wholesome. It's like these um, refugees who are left on a Scottish island while they're being like processed. Oh. Um, and it, it's a movie. Well, it was distributed by movie, um, but it's got kind of like Wes Anderson-y vibes, but not Wes Anderson. Oh, that's an interesting um, like. What do you call it? Snub. Snub. Francis has got nothing at all. Not even nothing. costume. Or production design. It's or called justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Not me. Uh, honestly, I was happy with everything that came through. Oh, my wish list was ticked off. Yeah. And we'll, I mean, we'll get into some of the acting categories in a bit, but yeah, Mwah. no issues from me. Fair. Goodbye, Wes. Do better. Do something different. Exactly. Come, do a musical, yeah. then come do back. Musical, to, then come yes. back to the Oscars. Oh, um, Annette also just completely ignored. Yeah, the, but rightly so. That was quite. Isn't funky. yeah? I've heard mixed things about Annette yeah. actually. Um, but again, um, don't dismiss Hamaguchi. You know, yeah. he's mm. in a lot of categories. He could. The he fact, could yeah, the fact that he is there. Yeah, is interesting. Yeah, like I could I could see him sweep here as well. You never know. You Ooh. never know. Um, so we're on to Best Actor. And I just want to point out now, something that's quite cute here, is that um, Javier Bardem is nominated for being the Ricardos and so is his wife, Penelope Cruz, for Parallel Mothers Aww. in the actress category. Awesome content, yeah. Um, Imagine if one of them gets it and the other one doesn't. I mean, neither of them are going to get it. <laughs> that's going to be a really awkward car drive home. Like. No, because um, Michael Fassbender got nominated for Steve Jobs when he... I don't, know if they, I don't know if he was married to Alicia Vikander at the time. Yeah. But they were together, and she won for Danish Girl. Oh, yes. So, And I will also say we have a similar situation supporting as well, with um, Jesse Plemons is engaged to Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Oh, so isn't that nice? nice? Two couples in the 
Oscar race this year. Which is, is it a, nice or is it a conspiracy? It's a scam. It's not a scam. <laughs> we're, we're the, did we're, you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Anyway, best actor. It's Javier Bardem for Bean Ricardo's. I have not seen it. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield, uh, Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith for King Richard. And Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. I would say this is... In no terms surprises. of nominations, it's the most boring category because it was not surprising at all. It was the five front runners, and they all got it. And yeah, like, oh, okay, that's fine. No Move surprises on. here at all. I, I mean, Andrew Garfield miss getting not getting a BAFTA nomination was weird. It's shocking, it's especially because BAFTA's British. Yeah, you know? like yeah. I can stand. I mean, well, actually, I'll say that for actress, but like, uh, yeah, Andrew Garfield, and he's won a BAFTA before for TV. So it's, mm. and I think he won the upcoming one. So it's just like all these things. You'd think he'd be uh, the shoe. No, he, don't think he won it. Was he nominated? He was nominated. But there we go. So like, you'd think he'd be a shoe-in for this sort of thing. But yeah, obviously, mm. they did not care for Tuxic Boom down in BAFTA. And to be honest, he did I. But I cared for his performance. And I would have nominated him if, if it was down to me. Yeah. But um, it's not. That, <laughs> do you think when actors do these these films in the back of their heads, they're like, yeah. Get me an Oscar. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, of course Definitely. you do. Yeah. When you're signing that role, you're like, "This is my Oscar." I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio has thought that for every film for the last like twenty. Years. <laughs> and then he made The Revenant and was like, "No, it's this one. It's this one. Yeah. I'm going to eat raw meat. I'm a veg. I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going to eat this raw meat <laughs> just for the Oscar." I mean, Eddie Murphy, I think, famously walked out when he lost mm. um, for supporting actor for Dreamgirls. So uh, oh, wow. I'm sure people do in, like think they're going to win, and then when mm. it doesn't happen, it's a bit of a yeah. sad time. Yeah. Awkward. But in terms of show them will win, I've been quite clear on this about Will Smith, King Richard. Great performance. Will Smith is due an Oscar. And I know you're going to disagree. And you're going to say, man, come on, match, but it's wrong. It's Will Smith will win. It's you're right. the right choice. And it's the best choice, best performance there. I mean, the only other performance I'd really... Like, Andrew Garfield, if you want, I wouldn't be upset. I haven't seen um, Tragedy Macbeth or Being the Ricardos. But Will Smith for will win and should win for me. You guys, go ahead. I have not seen Any all film. of the films. You're doing great, Freya. <laughs> I know. Yeah, why, yeah, why, yeah. why are you here again? I was just reading. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Um, yeah, I won't comment. I don't think it's fair if I haven't seen them. I think Bernard Cumberbatch, Bernard Cumberbatch and Andrew Garfield are both good enough to win. They're both deserving winners. Mm. I personally prefer one of them over Will Smith, but... I don't think Bernard Cumberbatch... Like, he, he is going how long. I'm not going to start, like... I think I think if Power the Dog, Power the Dog could easily sweep everything, and he could get caught up in it and win. Mm. I, I genuinely think he could just get swept up in the landslide. It's Will Smith's time, though, isn't it? Like it's yeah. yeah I mean, you are right. Will Smith will win, but and like what a great actor! Like he's a consistent. He's just consistent, and but this is just but this is also consistent, but beyond what he has done before. Uh, yeah, I really hope he pulls through here, and he probably will. Yeah. So. Um, We'll move on to supporting actor. We've got oh, uh, this one. Yeah, what, I love this category what, so much. It's, yeah, definitely one of my favourites. So we've got Kieran Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. That's a gross. So no, no Jamie Dornan. Yeah, no Jamie Dornan. A bit of a snub there. R.I.P. Jamie. Yeah, but, I think he deserves a nod yeah, for that. Yeah, but who would he take the place of? Name and shame, name and shame. Also, can we just <laughs> can we just point out that he's actually doing very well to get out of the shadow of Fifty Shades yeah. and be taken seriously. I mean, so is um, what's, what's Dakota got? Johnson. Yeah, Dakota yeah. Johnson. Yeah. yeah, both of them. I mean, we've got yeah with um li- um the Peanut Butter Falcon a few years ago. Hmm. Um, that kind of thing. 
I will say if I'd I would have liked Jamie Dornan to maybe take um JK Simmons or Jesse Plemons is I mean yeah I've not seen being the Ricardos but I think JK Simmons is a great actor yeah, yeah. he's won already though yeah yeah but yeah did he win for Whiplash yeah, yeah. yeah. deserved exactly. rightly so yeah. and I've say, been saying this for weeks and weeks and weeks Jesse Plemons deserves that nomination yeah. I've been saying it so as soon as I saw Power of the Dog I was like you know Coach McMurphy is obviously going to win but Jesse Plemons Shh. deserves it because he's such oh, he's great in everything and he has deserved recognition for so long and he's just so good I yeah I and Troy Kotzer yeah Team Troy Team Troy I will say should win it's between and, and will win Troy Kotzer and Cody Smith-McPhee no, should win Troy Kotzer will win Cody Smith-McPhee I mean the Oscars are quite democratic sometimes rightfully or wrongfully I mean obviously the, the voting departments are all sort of different mm. but um, like I mean, Coda might not win elsewhere. This might be its only chance for a win, and Troy deserves it. And I'm it's up for film, it's best that, and adapted screenplay. Yeah. So, and uh, Paradox might was we'll probably win, gonna win. We'll win the other two. Yeah, we'll win all three. Win, yeah. So you know, if any, if it's gonna be, if there's gonna be an upset anyway, it's gonna be here. And I'd love it for Troy to take it home. Um, yeah. So what do you think? Who do you think should and will win? Do you think Jesse Clemens should win, or no? I think Troy Cotter should win. I don't think Jesse Plemons should win, but I think he definitely deserves a nomination. He deserves recognition. Fair. That's because yeah, I and he's not going to win, but he's great. Yeah, and it's great he's finally getting a lead role in uh, the new Scorsese film with Leonardo DiCaprio in it, um, Killer of the Moon, Flout, or whatever it's called. Wait, who's doing that? Jesse, Jesse Plemons is. That is exciting. Which is big. I mean, because being the lead role in a film with Leonardo DiCaprio in is pretty big. I mean, Jesse Plemons, I think, is someone who's been on the cusp for so long. Like, it, yeah, it's working. He's in, he's in so much. He's in, he's in like everything. Yeah, but he's always like minor characters, and he's finally breaking through into the major leagues. Like, I suppose I'm not. I mean, I don't think his performance is as good as the ones he's up against. But I am happy as him as, for him as an actor because I think he's great. And he's great. yeah, it's you know, hopefully but Team Troy all the way. Team Troy all the team way. Team Troy. Can we have a two-second diversion to documentary before? Oh. Go on, tell us yeah. about a documentary. Um, underrated category, as as ever. Okay. I mean, I've not seen any of them, so it no. clearly is underrated. Well, to be fair, I've only watched one of them, which is Summer of Soul. Because Becoming Cousteau is like one of the best documentaries I've ever watched, and it's not on there, which I think is... Snub. Snub. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's, yeah, if there were two documentaries I could recommend to anyone, Becoming Cousteau and then Summer of Soul would be the two. So I hope that one wins. But I know Flea is an animated documentary. Yes. So and three nominations. Yes. Three not mm, fair play. Documentary, okay. animated and foreign language. Yes. Oh, that's not international. Bad. Okay. So if that won, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh know nothing about the other three. No. So it's probably fair game with any of them. But what do you think what I mean what is um Summer of Soul and being Custo about? So Summer of Soul is basically at the same time as Woodstock there was uh, festival that happened in New York um, that was like a celebration of soul um, but because the audience and the performers were predominantly black there was like barely any press coverage of oh. it and it was all filmed and then all of the documentary footage was then like lost and uh, lost in an attic for like years it was discovered I think like a couple of years ago and then 
put together with interviews from people who were there or people who performed. Um, it's amazing. Like there's vignettes from all sorts of like really iconic performers, including like the most amazing footage of Nina Simone singing "Young, Gifted, and Black." Nice. Um, yeah, it's like really feel good and. It's very much in the vein of another like music festival documentary called Jazz on a Summer's Day, which I would also highly recommend. Um, so yeah, I hope that wins. It, it also got BAFTA nominated for editing, which I thought was quite inspired. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it did. I, it, 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 yeah. I haven't seen it again. It, yeah, really it, bad it, with documentaries. Yeah, but it didn't get the Oscar. No. Yeah. And on that note, I am going to pop off Bye-bye. to my other mystery say, are, not, are we not going to tell them where you go? No, people can guess. <laughs> Just message me for now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll leave the secrets. No. <laughs> I'm a double agent. Alright, see you soon. See you. And we'll move on to uh, leading actress. No Lady Gaga. Yeah, is it a snob? She, I haven't seen well, Elsa Gucci. She's the only actress to get nominated for all the other televised awards. No, she's not. But, ah. yeah. <laughs> so it's so she was like the one person who was most likely to get nominated, and she didn't. Uh, yeah, no. But yeah, Penelope Cruz. To that, well, Parallel Mothers is not necessarily the greatest film, but Penelope Cruz is great in it. Yes, I'll read through the nominations just quickly yeah. before we go. But um, we have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tommy Faye, uh, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos and Kirsten Stewart for Spencer. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Ah! Sorry, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I've only seen two of them. I've only seen Penelope Cruz and Kristen Stewart. Do you know what though? I would really like. I agree. I would. I want. I should win. I think Kristen Stewart or Penelope Cruz. To be honest, I mean, I haven't seen the others. I don't like Olivia Coleman. I think she just. But I do. Mm. I liked her until I felt she just did the same role again and again and again. From what I've seen in the eyes of Tommy Faye, though, Jessica Chastain looks quite fun. Although I don't think she's really being in contention at the moment. I think it is Nicole Kidman is the other. Yes, yeah, I think it's probably Nicole Kidman or Olivia Coleman will win it. Do you think? I think Christian Stewart, after BAFTA and SAG snub, won't. I think. I don't. I don't think Christian Stewart's going to win. Penelope Cruz had like no precursor nominations in like BAFTA, SAG, and stuff. So I don't think she'll win. Jessica Chastain isn't sort of is on the cusp. I don't think she's going to win. And I think Olivia, which is annoying because obviously Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, and Nicole Kidman have all won Oscars before. I think the category. I don't think. I think it's much more open than you may. Yeah. I think the fact that Kristen Stewart got nominated. I think people have really rallied behind yes. Spencer yes. in these last few weeks. Like people have been like outpouring mm. like their frustrations that hasn't been nominated. True. It's been getting a lot of attention. I wouldn't be surprised if Kristen Stewart did win. And you know what? Good for her. We were talking about um, Dakota Johnson. Um, Kristen Stewart's done a great job getting rid of her sort of Twilight days. Um, And uh, to be honest, the nomination itself is a win for her. Um, Yes. Although she was the frontrunner. She was the frontrunner before all this. Again, Kristen Stewart for the win, maybe. I think... And you know what? I think should win, maybe Penelope Cruz, Kristen Stewart will win Nicole Kidman. And maybe Kristen Stewart. The fact she's there... I still think it's possible. Um, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah, I mean, it is possible, yeah. Oh, I did forget to say something about supporting actor. Oh, go on. What do you want to say? Who's missing? Jared Leto's missing. There's no Jared Leto. <laughs> yes! Is that a snub, though? Yes! Is it, is it a snub? No, because he got, he got Razzie nominated instead, so it's fine. <laughs> to be fair, no, we're at it. We're talking about people we don't like. Bradley Cooper's gone as well. It's about Licorice Pizza. You know what, Licorice Pizza, it did okay. I mean, I say it did okay. It got Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Director, whatever. But it didn't get any acting nominations, and that, I can sleep easy tonight knowing <coughs> that, you know? There is there is a higher being 
and I'd like to thank <laughs> them for this day. And then we've got another snub central. Oh, this is don't. the most egregious, I think, of all of them. This is I, awful. It, it, I think it's made. I mean, we'll, we'll discuss the names. So we've got Jesse Buckley, Ariana DeBose, Judy Dench, <laughs> um, Kirsten Stewart, which I got mixed up with Kristen before. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, for just <laughs> God's sake. And they all swore then as well. That's how annoyed I am. And um, Angie Ellis for King Richard, which is a great, great mm. nomination. I'm very happy for her. She's she's not been yeah. getting anywhere near enough attention as she should be. Um, snubs, I think, Katrina, I mean, no, Katrina Balfe, and I mean, for me personally, Marley Matlin, you know. Mm. But yeah, Katrina Balfe, she could have won. She could have won. Yeah, that, that's, it's baffling. Yeah. She should, if she'd been put forward for lead, she could have won it. Yeah. No, exactly. That's and she would have definitely got nominated. I, I don't. It's just because it's Judy Dench. It's literally just because it's Judy Dench. Like she's not obviously Judy. She's great in it. She's obviously great in it. But she's just not as good as Balf. Like categorically, Balf is one of the best things about Belfast is her performance because she's so good in it. I swear, Judy Dench just always gets nominated for roles that she probably shouldn't be. But then, like she won, the, she, she won, won her Shakespeare Oscar. In love, like, and she was in it for like five minutes. Exactly. Like, how does she do it? I mean. Good for her. I mean, I think Judy Dench is a great actress. I'm sure you do too. No, yeah, of course. Uh, and to be honest, she is great in this. And she's great in Belfast. This year, the supporting actress was competitive. Like, yeah, it was very competitive. Like, there was like, I think there was like 10 people. Yeah, like I think the five Molly Matley could have got it. Um, obviously, Katrina, Katrina Balfe. Ruth Negger, snub. Yeah, um, Jessie Buckley is obviously here. She wasn't at a lot of the other awards. And Judy Dench. Judy Dench is good. But again, when you've got such a tight competition... I think it does sting a bit that Katrina Balfe didn't get nominated and awful yeah awful that, that, that's, I, poor, that's poor that's the worst that's, that's the, I think that's arguably the worst and it was the first nominations they announced I was sort of like oh god what's going to happen now yeah, it's awful no it's just bad but yeah um, should win and will win I think it's Ariana DeBose yeah, both, and for both of them now yeah. Katrina Balfe is gone like there's nothing stopping her at this point I mean Kirsten Dunst theoretically is the only person who could challenge her but I, I don't think she will I think there's a lot of love for Angie Ellis I've seen amongst like people who've been discussing the nominations and in, in, in the run-up yeah uh, she's great in king richard definitely like a, a supporting i mean a great supporting role a great example of what a supporting role should be yeah and i'm glad she got nominated like i said but, yeah so but again, should win will win Aaron yeah yeah definitely on to animated feature woo we've got encanto that's all next category flea luca <laughs> the mitchells versus the machines and ray and the last dragon and it's between Ikanto will win and should win. Thank you. Uh, put it, put get that out of the way, thank you. Historic, it, it is only between Encanto and Luca. They're the only two films that can win. Because if you look historically, every single film that's ever won has always been nominated for every single major award for animated. And they're the only two that have. Like, is Mitchell and the Machines not been? Mitchell and the Machines didn't get Golden Globe nominated. Oh. Not that anyone cares about the Golden Globes anymore, but it's still... Boo! Yeah, if you look, if you look, if you look historically, they've always got all the nominations. Also, Encanto will win. Like Encanto got into score and song and and quite. Thank. I mean, the f- it would never be considered for picture. And quite, even with the ten bloody slots. Yeah. It, Do you? I've only seen Encanto, so I can't really judge it. But I have seen Luca and Raya. Raya's just. I'm not gonna lie. It's just bad. Fair. Like it's just like really poorly yeah. strung together. Luca's nice. Definitely not Pixar's best work. It's not a bad film. 
it's probably one of the better animated films this year, but that's just because there's not been great animated films, except Encanto. I've heard a lot of good things about Mitchell's vs. the Machines. It's Phil yeah. Lord and Christopher Miller who did Spider-Verse. So. They've won their Oscar. Yeah, they have, yeah. They don't deserve another one. Yeah, but I'm sure probably <laughs> half the people on Encanto have probably won an Oscar before. Yeah, they have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they definitely have. Um, no, but Encanto, I think, it's just, what a great celebration yeah. of just, like, Colombian culture. It needs to win. That's all. Should win, will win, and Kanto. Yeah, done. It's a done deal. On. Um, cinematography. Oh. This is an interesting one. So we've got June, Nightmare Rally, Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Yeah, there's no Belfast, which also missed BAFTA as well, which I thought was a bit weird. Yeah, I mean. Personally, I thought the cinematography of Belfast was great. Um, Nightmare Alley is a beautiful looking film. It yeah. Looks stunning. Should we address the elephant in the room? Um, which is what? June. It's going to win. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want it to happen, but it's going to happen. Oh, is it, like, it obviously looks good, but it just doesn't look as good as doing us other work. Because they were shot by Roger Deakins, who's great all time. And obviously, yeah, I, I feel bad comparing, I don't know who did this. Paul Greig. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Greg Fraser. I feel like, I feel bad comparing, but married to Roger Deakins but you look at Blade Runner 2049 and you go this is cinematography if you if you don't know what cinematography is go watch Blade Runner 2049 and that, that that's all you need to do if you watch Blade Runner 2049 you know what cinematography is because oh and Prisoners Arrival Sicario they all look so good and I just I just didn't I don't know I feel like I expected more from the June like when the when the worm comes I kind of like this is just dark and it's not impressing me Maybe I was tired, maybe I needed the toilet, maybe I just wasn't in the mood, I don't know. But, yeah. Looking at that list, um... Power of the Dog might win. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I mean, he's not going to win, but a shout-out to um, Janus, who did West Side Story. He did um, Schindler's List as well. Be fair, it, yeah. It's looks- not as good as Schindler's List, obviously. Schindler's List cinematography is exceptional, but um, he does a great job with West Side Story. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to try and butcher cinematographically or whatever the heck. <laughs> Stop. It's a <laughs> banned uh, word. We're not allowed to say it anymore. But, um, yeah. He, if he would, I wouldn't be upset. But I yeah. think should win. Um, maybe. Power the Dog. Power the Dog. Will win June. June um, as well. Um, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Power the Dog won. Yeah. Again, if it starts to sweep everything. Although, obviously, most of the sort of artisan categories are going to June. I think also as well, like I said before, Oscars can be quite democratic. This could be June's. So like the technical categories might be just. This, is, this is why, personally, this is why I don't want June to win because it there's stuff like like visual effects and stuff where it will win and there's not, and sound and there's not really any competition. So I'm like, if there is some competition, I want it to go to something else. I don't want I don't I don't want it to just be like, oh, you know, score June, effects June, sound June, makeup June, editing June, costume June, cinematography June, production design June. Well, I think it's difficult because I think like we'll get to we'll get we'll come across it in a minute, but I think in each category actually there's always there's one film that could challenge it. Um, so we'll, well, I mean, we'll move on. We'll discuss costume design. So we've got Cruella, Cyrano, June, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. And I really think Cruella will win, should win. Um, it's the same as like like I think Emma did it last year and got costume and makeup. They always seem to be they always come they always so well intertwined that they always you always seem to get films that are both. Yeah. But yeah, I was surprised that Cyrano only got one nomination because it got it did really, really. I think it did really well after, didn't it? Um, one, two, I think the Peter Dinklage get one. Oh, uh, he got costume, makeup, and production at BAFTA. No, it's a Dinklage didn't get one. No. Um, 
I think Cruella. I think. I mean, I know, the I costumes mean, yeah. in Cruella are insane. I've not, not seen it. So, I mean, have you seen the trailer? Just the the train, yeah. the dress train going out of the like bin. Like it's just. Mm. It's. I mean, it's a film about fashion. Yeah. Set in what is it the seventies, eighties? Yeah. And what it's, a one thing it's like extravagant stuff. And it's, but it's also really, like time appropriate. Like that's yeah. like amazing stuff. Um, um, Nightmare Alley costumes are great as well. Yeah, but I, not as good. Shout out to West Side Story. The West Side Story costumes are great. Yeah, the American sequence. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the main one. Is when yeah. Nita's dress is just like bro- like bounces off the screen. But yeah, I think yeah, should will will win Cruella. I think will win June. Who should win? I uh, I've not seen Cruella or Cyrano so. Out of the ones I have seen, I'd probably go West Side Story, maybe. Fair. But I just, like, the June costumes are fine. I've got no issue with the June, co- I just don't, yeah, anyway. We'll move on to editing. Right, I'll be honest now, I'm quite bad when it comes to editing, like, in terms of, like, recognising okay. what's good and what's so, bad. So, the nominees are Don't Look Up, June, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Don't Look Up, I can, I get it. The, the way Adam McKay makes his films is all in the editing. Yeah, I think, I mean... And I, I know some people really don't like it, but I thought it worked really well, and it is a very, very well-edited film. Yeah, I, I, me personally, it's like, I I'm, I can tell with editing normally if I analyse it afterwards, but I do when remember... you're watching a film. Yeah, yeah, but when I'm watching it, it's not something I'm really thinking about. But yeah, from what I remember, Don't Look Up, like, it, the second half is quite well-paced, I think. Um, yeah. And, like... It works quite comedically, like when it cuts between like stuff. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when, when, you know, when the film cuts between stuff, you know, it's great. <laughs> well, it's like between um, the Meryl Streep and then like the um, people who are, like look the up. Meryl Streep, the, the Meryl Streep, the Meryl Streep, as it should be said. But um, like when it cuts between like her as president and then um, them campaigning like to look up and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, it works well. It's probably the best bit of the film. King Richard, great choice. The tennis sequences. So good in King Richard. That's true, actually. Yeah, it it did never cross my mind, but as soon as it got nominated, I was like, of course. Like, I was so invested in those actual tennis sequences because they were edited so well. Yeah, and I I think, um, actually, you know what, to be fair, shout out to Tick Tick Boom, because that edits between the um, actual musical and it's like a biopic, which also is quite creative. Power of the Dog is the only one on there where I'm a bit like. It's it's not that well edited. Okay. This is why Power of the Dog will win Best Film. In the last 40 years, only one film has won Best Picture without an editing nomination, and that was Birdman, because it was edited so well, you can't notice it, which is weird, like, because it's meant to look like it's in one take. Yeah. So there's not really any editing, but surely that means it's great. The editing's so good you don't even notice it, so surely that's the best editing, but yeah, that's that, a completely different conversation. But no Belfast for editing, which means Power of the Dog is win- it has won Best Film. And I think that is the that is the one thing that makes you go, okay, that is it. Yeah, because it's the only sort of one that's also up for director as well, isn't it? Because June missed out. Yeah. Like, yeah, Power of the Dog is winning because Belfast hasn't got an editing nomination. I mean, we're all for breaking tradition here. We never know. I do think Belfast for editing is actually quite a shame, especially those cinema sequences. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought Belfast was some of the best editing of the year. But I, I, I would have want, I, I would have wanted that to win. Yeah, personally. But yeah. So that's probably a snub. But um, yeah, for, snub. for me, I mean, now you mentioned um, King Richard. To be honest, I think I'd happy would be happy with any of them winning except Power of the Dog for editing. Who will win? Maybe June could win. I feel like June just win because it win all of them. Yeah, maybe. It'd do, it'd do a Mad Max and just win them all. Again, uh, Tick Tick Boom could win, maybe. it's. I think, again, I st- I could just be Power of the Dog, to be honest. Yeah. Just because. To be fair, Don't Look Up, like, I mean, it's been getting a fair bit of love at the awards, so yeah, could, could win. We'll go on to. Makeup and hairstyle. Makeup. Coming to America. 
Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. There you go. That's House of Gucci's one yeah. nomination. Didn't get Lady Gaga. Everyone assumed it would get one nomination, but not that one. <laughs> yeah. I think that'll win. Um, surely. Oh, but like, Stellan Starsgard in June. Yeah. Is very, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've not seen Coming to America or Cruella or The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I think with Coming to America, it's a sequel and a lot of the... No one will have, I don't think people will have watched it. I don't but, think enough people have watched it. But I mean more like, I think it's just the same as what they did yeah. in the original. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's a bit yeah, uninformed. I but I think it's between... I think the Eyes of Tammy Faye makeup looks quite good, though. Yeah, it does. On Jessica Chastain. But I think House of Gucci or Doom for that um, should win. I don't really have a preference. Yeah. We'll move on to music. So we've got Don't Look Up, um, June, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Parallel Dog. No Spencer. No Spencer. But you know what? All of them great yeah. scores. Not, yeah, they are. Not, not an issue with any I of mean, them. I mean, June will win. Yeah. Well, I, to be fair, and there's been a lot of love for Parallel Dog. Yeah, personally, Parallel Dog should win. June will win. I think... I mean, I, I think Encanto should win. Oh, really? That surprises me. It's a great score. I, it's, it's actually... No, like, yeah, I, yeah, I played yeah, it back. Yeah, okay. The Don't Look Up score is great as well, actually. So should win. I mean, I'm going to say Encanto. Will win. And to be fair, also the Parallel Mother score is quite good. I listened to that this morning. Um, will win. I'll go for the Power of the Dog. Yeah, fair. Um, it's a good score. Original song, Be Alive from King Richard. Yeah, do you think that no, should and will no, win? No, um, I don't so, want it to win. I think should win Dos Oraguitas, will win... Um, no Time to Die. No Time to Die. I mean, yeah, Diane Warren's there again. Classic. <laughs> she's never she's always, she's always there. She's never winning. She's, she's always there. Never winning. Is it, was it 13 or 14 or something? Nominations now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Diane. What, maybe one bit. Make a good song. How about that? Make <laughs> 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 good for one. God. <laughs> Just getting nominations for nothing. No. Um, production design. Um, I'm going to say, should win more than Nightmare Alley? It's probably not going to win anywhere else. It should win. And it's really again, good. like with Blade Runner 2049 cinematography, if you don't know what production design is, watch Nightmare Alley. Then you'll know what production design is. Oh, it's just so good. It looks so good. Yeah. It just looks so good. And I'm worried Gene's going to win it, but it shouldn't because Nightmare Alley just is just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful film. Like, yeah. Physic- like literally beautiful. Like it feels lived in. It feels like. Smell it, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I can smell like popcorn at like a fair, and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. Um, sound will win June, June, June. Yeah. yeah, that's simple. Visual no time effect. to die is in there for sound, yeah. It's, it's made it well. I think, right, because you four before said that, um, was it you said that June is likely shooting for visual effects, and I think it will. Like, I'm not gonna, but you know what? I would not be surprised if No Time to Die snuck in there because a lot of it's practical, it's, yeah. And even Spider-Man No Way Home, just because it was, a, from what I, from what I hear, was done right to the last minute, the visual effects. Yeah, like They were very good. And all from home as well. Like, such big visual effects done from home, COVID, you know. It's got quite a good, what's the word, sort of award story. Yes, fair. So, could win, um, but yeah, should win, will win, maybe June. Well, for, for visual effects? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm really happy to see Free Guys there. Free Guy definitely deserves that, because... I mean, it's all about the visual effects and it actually looks like it's a video game. Yeah. It look, yeah, it's great. And then, I mean, go back into sound briefly. Go on. No, Last Night in Soho, we've already mentioned it. Yeah. But I think that is not great. I think that's a bit of a snub. Yeah, that is true. I agree with that. But yeah. I'm, I'm really glad to see, yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm really happy to see Free Guy there. He got the bathroom as well and it's so deserved. It won't win. 
it's probably the least likely to win of all five. The nomination though is pretty good. Yeah, it's great, like yeah. It. It's like Love and Monsters last year. I don't you probably you've probably not seen it, but it's on Netflix. I think in, I'm thinking of the Doctor Two episode. <laughs> no. Um I have it, it's a Dylan O'Brien one. Yes. I, yes, I remember it's, that getting nominated. It's up. basically it's like Zombieland, but instead of zombies it's monsters. Yes. Basically. Oh it's so it look the visual effects are really good and I would genuinely wanted that to win. Yeah. Tenet won, which is fine. Yeah. But the monsters in Love and Monsters were unbelievable. And I was like, this is some random film that nobody's ever heard of and it just sneaks into the Yeah. Should we discuss adaptive screenplay? Oh yeah. Let's give a shout out to let's first to Lost The Lost Daughter and Drive My Car. Good for you yeah. guys. You got a nomination. I find it really strange though that June got the adapted screenplay nomination, but not director. Because the 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 screenplay one was the one it was on the cusp on it. It was like it might not get it, it might not get it, and if it gets it, maybe it's gonna be a genuine contender for best film. Hmm. But he's not got. But they give they give Villeneuve the screenplay nomination, but not the director. So it looks like it's not going to do it now. Yeah, I just found that was quite weird. I also think that's inspired casting as well. We would, like just the fact that I mean, Dune was considered unadaptable. Yes, um, yes, yes. So like, right, fairly done, a fair nomination, I think. And you know, I wouldn't be sad if it win. It's probably not going to win. It's um, Paradox will win. Paradox win should win. Coda. The fact that you're translating yes, yeah, a yeah, screenplay yeah. into ASL and everything that comes with that, amazing job. And definitely, like, just much more difficult to do, and, and the I, payoff is amazing. Um, Sean Heather uh, could maybe, I mean, maybe he'll be an upset, but I, I doubt it. I, I really doubt it. But Coda definitely deserves the win for that. And then for original screenplay, we've got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. Another shout out to. They made film. a film about you, Daniel. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was <laughs> <laughs> so, he has so much fun on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was, Worst Person in the World was a surprise. That yes. was, that's the biggest surprise of anything. Yes. Because the last time an original screenplay got nominated for an Oscar with no previous precursor, not like Writers Guild, BAFTA, Golden Globe, Critics' Choice, was in 2016. So Less up worst person yeah. in the world. But yeah, but Surely being the Ricardos is the glaring omission there. Yeah. Not seen it, but got all the pre all the previous like well, Aaron Sorkin. Is that, yeah. So he's written five films since 2010. Yeah. Four of them have been. Oh, this is six. This is his six. Yeah. Four of them have been nominated for Oscars for screenplay, and the one that was missed was Steve Jobs, which also got all the previous precursors. So that's twice now that he's been massive, like massively snubbed. I just. And it's, it was. It was one of the frontrunners. It was between. I think it was probably between Licorice Pizza and Being the Ricardos and Belfast for the win. See, I've not now, seen. Sorry, again. I mean, yeah, I've not seen. I've not seen it either. But from what I've heard, I mean, or from what the previous nominations are, it was, it was always there. It was always Nicole Kidman and screenplay, and occasionally J.K. Simmons, occasionally Harry Bardem. But it was always those two, and it just it's just not there. I just feel like sometimes maybe with Aaron Sorkin, it's just a name. I mean, I haven't seen the film, and maybe it is a great screenplay, but like, I mean, all his screenplays are great. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think just because you're on Sorkin you should get a nomination. I don't. No, I agree. I do agree, but and the the film yeah. is the film is like it's lucky to have got Best Picture from what I, like. It didn't. It didn't get Best Picture. It did. Did it not. Well, there yeah. we go. So it got it got actor, actress, and supporting actor. Well, there we go. So it's not. But yeah, and I just thought it was quite surprising. It's also what kind of puts me more towards Olivia Coleman for actress because there isn't a lot of love for being the Ricardos. Yeah. Apart from the acting. Like Although it's different you, branches, isn't it? You never know the actors might have Yeah, been. yeah, but I still think like And I love Lucy. It's, it, yeah. it's like mm. it's about acting. True. It's, true. I mean the film itself. 
But if it got the screenplay one, it probably would have got Best Film nomination, and Nicole Kidman probably would have walked Actress. I get scared that Licorice Pizza is going to win here. I know. To be fair, there are a couple of issues. I mean, I say say issues. I mean, quite big issues. Which we'll discuss next week. With the story. There's one one issue with the screenplay. Okay. And the other issues are story-based. But but, but I thought the screenplay was really, really funny. I was laughing constantly. Yeah. But not, not the bits I wasn't meant to laugh at, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at the funny bits. <laughs> I didn't laugh at the non-funny bits. Yeah. Or the, 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 the bits that shouldn't that aren't funny, but anyway. But I still think Paul Thomas Anderson's comedy is great. I think he's a great screenwriter, and I think he definitely deserves to be nominated for screenplay. And I think if he won, I don't think it's, it's not a bad choice, because I do think it's a, it is a great screenplay. I, I, I understand that you disagree, and there is obviously, I do agree there is issues with the film. However, it's still a great screenplay. I mean, I think should win King Richard, Belfast um, will win. I think maybe Don't Look Up. It has, it's been, it's getting a lot of love. Yeah. Hasn't really, well, probably won't win anywhere else. It would be ridiculous if it did, though. (laughs) What if it wins picture, editor? It could be editing um, or score. I I also think it could be Licorice Pizzas to win, which is going to really annoy me, but whatever. We can't all be happy. But should we quickly discuss Spider Man? I thought it was great. I thought it was better than the first time I watched it. I gave it five stars on my rewatch. I thought it was great. I mean, I've seen it three times now. I've, I've only I've kept it at four and a half. It's not moved, but and that's because it's not perfect. There are definitely like when I watch it, I do think there are issues with it. And although in saying that, and this is something that I wanted to touch on in the podcast, is like this is the highest grossing film of the year. This is a film that has got five stars, got high letterbox rating. This has been really well received, and yet no best picture, nothing beyond visual effects. Yeah, that's, this is yeah a recurring is, issue yeah. with the Oscars. Does it deserve a best picture? Not we've, yes, we've said I mean, it. Yes, it does. It just does. And yeah, I think that it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can make the argument is just a nostalgia play, maybe. Regardless of that, it still it still works as a story, and even as a standalone story, like you it obviously it's improved with previous knowledge, but you don't need it like. Because anything you need to know about, like, the villains and the origin stories of Electro and whatever, they're all given to you in the film. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's great. I think some of the performances, I think, maybe were out of line with the previous films. Um, namely, I mean, it's in the trailer, Willem Dafoe. It's um, great. Like, he's great, but it's... Like, I think, like, what like standout performance of the film, this is not me, like, jumping... I think he's an amazing actor, but I think there are certain, like, tonal shifts, maybe? I mean... I think that's why I didn't give it a five uh, star because yeah. it's like, and it's not just him; it's Alfred Molina as well, which I think is closer to the original because it is a bit more comic booky, traditionally mm. cartoonish. But um, and even though that doesn't fit the tone, it's, that's the thing. It's like, do you go for the tone or do you go for like like how you portray them in the past? And I think some of them sort of some of the actors in the film struggle with that balance, um, and some points of the narrative I think are a bit silly, especially I mean. I mean, I, won't, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but I won't say it's the. There's a bit where it talks about maths. Oh you'll, yeah, you'll know the bit. If yeah, you've seen it. yeah. To be fair, <laughs> that's like, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, shut up, Listen, shut up. It's just nonsense. I was like nonsense, but um, oh, it's funny though. But yeah, it's true. I mean, we'll we'll fit a quick a quick discussion. Shout out to some of our favorite comic book films. We can probably do it. What's going on? Like, are you trying to tell me that? Spider-Man isn't a best picture nomination, and you have stuff like don't look up. They don't look up exactly. No, that's what I, that's where I, like if you, so none of the none of the films none, none of them like awful 
all the films that are nominated for Best Picture have great stuff about them. Do you know what, actually, you raise a great point. Um, they expanded the category in the first place. The 2008 was the year that Dark Knight wasn't nominated, neither was Wally, despite being nominated elsewhere. That's why they expanded the category yeah. to recognise more films like those. And yet, like foreign language films, animated films, and documentaries, and there's still not been a documentary. Not a documentary, and only, I think, three ever Best Picture animated films, and what, since then, one superhero film? I mean, I mean, it's Black Panther, yeah. and that is deserved. But like, they're like these. These films aren't bad. These and they're really well received. Yeah. Audiences love them. And who are films for if not for like the viewer who loves these films? And not and these aren't it's not real re- cinema. <sighs> shush, shush, shush. Don't start. Don't start on me. Mm. But I, I want to give a shout. out. I mean, we've already said my favourite two comic book films. I would say Black Panther, Endgame. I think well deserved of an Oscar. I mean, Into Spider Verse one best Spider-verse, anime yeah, feature. Great film. Um, and then, I mean, Spider-Man Two is just my personal favourite, but yeah, probably wouldn't be nominated for either. I think, I think Spider-Verse slightly edges out No Way Home as being the best Spider-Man film. Just what else? If we're going graphic novels and stuff as well, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go I'd Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Well, I want to say my worst, least favourite one is um, a French Kingsman Two. <laughs> it's um, the adaptation of Valerian. Um, oh yes, not the, the guy who did Lucy, uh, Luc Besson. Yes, so bad. Fair. I actually, I, I feel really because I dragged all my friends to go watch it because I worked at cinema at the time. Don't know if you know that guys. I used to work at cinema. Still do. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah, but um, I dragged them all 3D because I thought it was going to be vis- and it, it visually it was stunning. It's just awful. I, I, just, I actually got so bored. Fair. But. Um, and you know what? This is a, at this point, I was giving Cara Delevingne the benefit of the doubt, but there was no. She's she's bad. Fair, fair. There's no escaping it at this point. Um, but yeah, definitely probably one of the worst films I've ever seen in cinema. I even paid to go watch it. I wouldn't have gone again. Fair. I mean, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen isn't a great film. Okay. But it's so fun. And it's just nostalgia. It's just nostalgia. It's just so funny. Uh, is it better than Cat in the Hat? Yeah, it's better than Cat in the Hat. It's a great film. That is wrong. Basically, they 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 bring loads of like characters like the Invisible Man, Tom Sawyer, or Huckabee. Yeah, Tom Sawyer, I think it is. Captain Nemo. There's a vampire, Dorian Gray, and they bring all these characters, like literary characters, together to form a team of extraordinary gentlemen and that, ladies. That does sound quite cool, actually. I support that. Oh, and Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde as well. And. It was one of the films that made Sean Connery quit acting, <laughs> along with the uh, Avengers film, the spy one, which is also not great film. But it's just fun. You know when a film's like trashy and kind of bad and ropey, but it's so much fun. I think that's exactly how I feel for Cat in the Hat, actually. Yeah. I, no, I'm with you on that. But um, Where's Cat in the Hat strikes, uh, comes back or whatever it's called? Yes, make it. Whoever directed the first one, if you're listening... <laughs> Well, they're not allowed, as we as we discussed. <laughs> if Diane Warren is listening, I'm sorry for insulting your music earlier. Oh yeah, I like how you assume. Oh yeah, you know Diane Warren, one of the one of the uh, biggest film songwriters of all time, is listening to our podcast. Make a good song, Diane. That's that should be our tagline. For anyone wants our tagline, that's our tagline. And if Jared if Jared Leto's listening, you're really bad in House <laughs> of Gucci. So yeah, I'm, I don't make the rules. What's this become? <laughs> just, just absolutely yeah. jumping on people. Yeah, we're a positive podcast. We are, but um, yeah, but yeah. Big up, drive my car. I've not seen it yet. It's the one best picture nomination, nomination I haven't seen, which is really annoying. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, I'm the same. It's, it's the only one I've not seen. 
But, um, and good for Flea for getting into three categories as well. It's, I feel like it's in really weird categories. You don't think like the animated feature one, even though it's a documentary. But it's not, if it's animated, it's fine. Um, Waltz with Bashir didn't get nominated for animated, but it did get nominated for international. And it wasn't eligible for documentary for some weird reason. So it's not the first Oscar-nominated animated doc- foreign language documentary. It just feels like it's in like categories, like compilation categories. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's just st- they're standalone category. Like, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of sad that none of the documentaries have got anywhere else. Like as I said before, like Summer of Soul not getting editing, because I feel like documentaries are still seen as sort of not on par with feature films, I especially think... at awards. Like they've ne- never been one nominated for best film, and I don't watch that many documentaries. But surely some of the best films ever made are documentaries. Well, I mean, I think we've just touched on a few things here, like what superhero films not getting best picture and it's been stuck to visual effects and anything that's sort of mainstream. Mm. You've got, I mean, I think you saw and see animated films creep out animated with like, like nominations score. in score. No, but they've been doing that for years. Like Incredibles won best sound. But I mean more like, um, but like again, it's best picture that you're not really yeah, getting. Like Wally and um, Wally and no, not Wally. Up and Toy Story Three. Um, and to be fair, like it's not screenplay has been done before. Inside Out was nominated, yes. but like it's not likely, and I think that's a bit problematic. Mm. Especially since again, these films are really beloved yeah. and not bad. They're not. They don't like. I, I I think the screenplay for Encanto probably is better than some of, the, especially in the original category. Some of them, whatever. Don't look up. But mm. um, and then um, what else are we saying? And we're saying that yeah, documentary. Like there's these these stigmas in the Academy, which I think. Hopefully in a few years' time. I mean, because what's the point of expanding the category if you're just going to keep nominating the same yeah. films? I mean, I'm really glad that they, they have because Drive My Car's bound to get in there. Yeah. And again, I, you know what? I mean, I don't think it will win Best Picture, but if it did, good for that film. I will not be upset. Well, the thing is, it's based on a short story. I think it's faster to read the story than it is to watch the film because the film's three hours long and it's like 40 pages. So, At least even I, even me as a really slow reader could probably finish the book before I, before I finish the film. That's so, quite funny. Yeah. But anyway, we'll we'll close our podcast tonight. Um, we're tonight now, okay. Um, so next week we'll be discussing discussing, discussing licorice pizza. As you yum can, yum. As you can tell, we really love this film here. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I it might just be me who has a strong dislike. I know Frey doesn't really care for it that much either. It'll be a mixed one, I think. Definitely an interesting one. I would recommend watching if you are in Durham and you can come to the Bead Film Stock podcast this weekend. So you can make your own. D- own informed decisions. Well, it's only three pound fifty if you're not a member, so you know. And if you need to ask any questions, you want to know where we are, message to Facebook, and Daniel will get back to you. Why are you sending them my way? Because it's your job. <laughs> message Jonathan on his personal Instagram on Facebook. If you want to, yeah, go ahead. All right. Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. Thank and we will, you. and you'll hear us next week. Bye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.